0: Welcome back, everybody, to the SideQuest Podcast. This is Eric. I am joined on this lovely day by Justin and Jeff. Uh, Justin, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty well. Uh, It's it's a beautiful day. Uh, Audience who don't know how the miracle world of podcasting works, uh, while you're listening on Tuesday, I got news for you. It's Sunday when we're recording, so it's a beautiful (laughs) Sunday.
0: It really is. It really is. Jeff, how are you doing on this beautiful Sunday slash Tuesday?
2: No, just fine. Just Chilling with my brother's dog, so nice. Playing catch outside and playing with the neighbor's dog. There you go.
0: That's a, a fun, very dog day. Little Sunday fun day action for you. Um, so yeah, I mean, let's just kick things right off. There's some some interesting updates, and I know we haven't touched on uh, anything Disney in a while. And for those of you out there that are just tuning in or haven't listened to all the episodes yet. Uh, I think it's safe to say Jeff and I are probably hands down 11 out of 10 Disney fans. And Justin, I'm going to throw you pretty much up in that upper quadrant. I know you're not like a diehard eat, sleep, and breathe it, but I know you do enjoy going there. So where would you put yourself on a scale 1 to 10, Disney?
1: Uh, at least a 7, I would say. I mean, the big differentiator between like me and you, like I never went when I was a kid, so I have no nostalgia built into it. Mm -hmm. at least like the the park but i mean it's it's a hell of a place and they've done an amazing job of putting together a little fantasy bubble there
0: yeah for sure and so uh the big news there is that disneyland in california uh has officially reopened they were closed for quite some time with everything going on in the world and uh, i believe it was a couple days ago that they actually just finally reopened so it's been closed for more than a year and I kind of forgot about it, to be honest, because like Disney World was still pretty much open throughout this whole thing. Um and I kind of forget yeah. Disneyland exists because like I'm a Disney world huge fan and Disneyland I could go, you know, with or without. I just haven't been there in a really long time.
2: Yeah, Disneyland is not as well, Disneyland is also you have to go to California, so um that kind of makes it shitty to be good one. So um why is that why is california back so you have to go to LA for it it's just it's <laughs> no one wants to go to la like it's a terrible place well i think and-
0: i think one thing because like i do enjoy california i love just like the the warm climate and there's a lot to do there and see like even if you're away from the the inner cities but the one kind of magic ruining moment for me when i went last to disneyland was that all of a sudden you're on the highway and then all of a sudden it's like popped up and you're there and it's like oh I got to like get into the magic before I get there. So I feel like Disney world does that great job. Like from the airport, you're on the magical express, you go into the whole world and you go through the gates and
2: it's like everything from that point yeah, on is Disney. Disney world after yeah. the success of Disneyland, you know, Walt went down to Florida and bought up all that swamp property for like nothing. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to build this whole thing.
0: down there
2: he was gonna build like that epcot wasn't even supposed to be a park it was supposed to be like this future city that he was working on
0: yeah he wasn't fucking around and i feel like in california it's like you you know you fill up some gas you go grab some taco bell and then all of a sudden oh hey guys we're in disney so turn your magic on let's go uh and i'm sure from the rides if you really look close you could probably see and hear the traffic outside the walls so surprisingly uh, you can't oh really yeah, yeah, that's that's good. I mean, I, I'm you know I, I know they built it up over there, so I'm happy to see that they're able to reopen because I know the is nice. It's just the
2: surrounding area is kind of a shithole of L.A. <laughs>
0: Probably tons of traffic. And so if you guys, anybody listening on the West Coast, let us know what it's like. Any avid Disney fans out there, if you're going back to the parks, what that looks like. And I know in Disney World, they have a few updates going on. I mean, this past year, it gave them a lot of opportunities to just start revamping some stuff, rebuilding some stuff. So they're building up APCOD and kind of like changing the layout and the way it looks. And new rides have gone in and are opening up. So uh, I can't wait to get back there. I know you guys went there just before, like literally... You you were there on the last day the park was open and then they shut it down.
2: We literally were,
1: and <laughs> we, we
2: shut that mother
0: down. You welcomed COVID into Disney World as you guys left. So nice work. Remember, there. we were
2: scanning, we were watching the fireworks show at Epcot uh, by Japan. We were all having like a a beer, and then everyone's like Disney app made like an alert, and you see everyone looking at their phones, and they're like, "We're closing the <laughs> Monday." And we left that Sunday. So, luckily, we had our full week there. The whole week we're there, I mean, like the world is like going to shit. And we're just, (laughs) we're just having a magical time. Yeah. (laughs) You know, the world's on fire, but there we are, just, yeah, we're at Disney and having a great time. Yeah. No
0: care in the world. You're just there. You're in that bubble. Um, So, yeah. So, congratulations, Disneyland, for reopening. I, I would love to get back there someday. I'm not trying to shit on it too hard. I just, the the magic of disney world and how big the park is like you know they did i did open I, that marvel park
2: oh they did the, like the avengers campus or something it can at disney world because of something with universal and cause they have that marvel thing there but i don't know how that works now that oh yeah you know disney owns marvel i don't know if they have to wait until that contracts
0: up yeah, I think what you're referring to is that uh, Universal owned the rights for Marvel for a long time. And I think somewhere in the contract still to this day is like they own the rights to build roller coasters with the characters. And it's, Disney is not like allowed to do that.
2: A hundred miles or something and that. Yeah. So I'm surprised the
0: it's, Disney lawyers didn't go after and, you know, the get get that all squared away. But hey, I'm sure money right. talks,
2: you know. I, I don't know if any of you watch, well, Eric, I know you and I frequently do this with Splash Mountain, but watch uh, the rides on when people video them, and then they upload them on YouTube. Yeah. It's like, oh, you watch the so rides, and the other night I was watching, because they, they redid Jurassic Park, the ride at Universal, and then they built a Raptor ride. Yeah, that looks um, pretty badass. I watched the videos of those, and I'm like, yep, yeah, got to do that.
0: Well, also, a surprising ride that I was not expecting on the Universal side, not the Islands of Adventure side, but this ride, it was The Mummy, and with Brendan Fraser, and it is so good. I didn't know what to expect, like, for those of you that haven't ridden it and don't want a spoiler, maybe skip ahead, but basically you're you're on a track it's like two or three rows of like five or eight people or something and it goes pretty slow it's almost like it's going to be a slow ride and it just brings you through almost like you know like small world or something and all of a sudden like jacks up to a 10 like it turns into a roller coaster high speed like drops and sudden turns it was it was pretty awesome and i rode it like three or four times in a row i just couldn't get enough of it (laughs) and i'm gonna tie this in and make all you fuckers feel old is that on this day, this Tuesday, not this Sunday, on May 4th, 1999, The Mummy premiered with Brendan Fraser and team. So how fucking old are we now? Yeah, that'll happen. Those those years, they definitely catch up on you. <laughs> Justin, did you go see that in theaters? Did you watch it as a kid?
1: You know what? I know I know what you're going for, but the answer is no. I didn't. Okay. I didn't give a shit about I love Brendan Fraser, yeah,
0: but... Uh... Never seen The Mummy. I caught parts of it on TBS years ago, but that's about it. Wow. That's shocking to hear. I I feel like you would have been definitely on board with The Mummy. I don't know why. You just kind of give that vibe.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) People
0: walk up to you at the bar and they say, hey, that guy's seen The Mummy for sure. So that would be For sure, but... (laughs) It's okay. You only disappointed me. I'm not mad. I'm just a little
2: disappointed. Jeff, did you see it in theaters? Did you watch it as a kid? We went and saw it together once. Uh, I saw it a couple times at the theater. I don't and remember. Then, uh, and then when it came out, we'd watch it all the time.
0: Yeah, it was a fun ride. I think that was one where I was like in middle school, and it was one of those types of things where like all the kids like start talking about it, and it's like, hey, we're gonna go try to see the movie as a group, like boys and girls, and it was like a huge fun big event. But I couldn't go. The first time, like the first opening weekend, because I had like a funeral to go to for some like distant aunt or something Um, like great great aunt or something. So I was so pissed that like everybody got to go and they had a great time. So that next Monday morning, like everybody was talking about it. And then I think, yeah, maybe me and you went that following weekend or something, the second weekend. But man, I miss those movies like that. I thought that was a fun ride. I mean, I couldn't really remember the second or third one too much, a little bit. But that first one. I think they did a good job. Please come back. Bring a fourth. A Snyder cut fourth.
2: <laughs> well, they beat that awesome Tom Hanks one, or not Tom Hanks? Oh, uh, Tom Cruise. What oh, the scream? And then they released a trailer, and it wasn't even fully edited. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, so, so, so screaming it. Birth.
2: <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> so I Jeff- couldn't even get through halfway through that movie.
0: I, Just I. Know that. I never saw the Tom Cruise mummy but I do know what you're talking about. They like I think they st- they jumped the gun and there was like some movie coming out in IMAX and they didn't quite fully edit the IMAX teaser. And so they released it and it was just like all like stock audio like over and over again, like screams and shouts and there was no like score to it at all. It was a complete fuck up. So go out there search on youtube like tom cruise the mummy imax teaser it's so funny just go into it with no expectations you'll love it and maybe you'll actually watch it justin did you actually see the tom cruise mummy no damn yeah me neither jeff i know you didn't but they i know they were trying to do this whole like like monster universe they were trying to reboot like the mummy and the invisible man and dracula and whoever else that would
2: have been cool but then they had to just do it their way, which just sucks.
0: Yeah. No, I'm with you guys there. Um, so over the course of the last couple of weeks, uh, we appreciate all of our listeners out there. You guys have been giving us some, uh, some great side questions. And I just wanted to kind of kick us off here because we usually end with some side questions, but I wanted to kind of inject it here right in the middle. Um, and shout out to the Toddcast podcast. They wanted to know, what's the best board game? You know, so I know we've talked about board games a, a few times, but like lately, let's just catch up. Have you guys played any recent board games? Justin, I know you brought up the X-Men a couple times in the past, but uh, Jeff, let's start with you. Any recent fun board games or just in general, your favorite ones from growing it
2: up? My younger brother and I play a lot. We have some neighbors that are really big into board games that we uh, recently played. Clanked, which was new. Uh, I just got Small World Warcraft Edition, so... We're gonna bust that out. Two weekends ago, I played Catan with my niece, and she's rather good at it. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just there's a lot. We also play Magic, and um, I don't think there's any like the best. It's just different types of genre. Like, what are you into, or what like you want to do? Strategy Play Pandemic, where everyone works on a team to stop a pandemic, which was kind of ironic during yeah. the recent pandemic to play Pandemic. Um, but yeah, just it depends on like the genre, I guess, and the type of game. So I don't think there's really any best one. Yeah. Just um there's a lot of just really good ones.
0: Yeah. Justin, what about you? Any any recent board games you played or just some general favorites?
1: Not recently. Um I've gone in swings of up and down. You have to have the right set of friends to be like really into board games, and I know Jeff's got a great uh, set up of people that love playing board games with them. And we've we've attempted to marry those worlds, but we haven't really nailed it. Um, but all the games that he's, he's mentioned are games that i played over the years that are a lot of fun, and they're just really cool. But I, I would love to get back into it.
0: Yeah, I you know I was on the board game train growing up. Like that was always a fun go to. You know, me and my whole family, we would sit down and just play something every once in a while. Um, but lately, the only game we've really played is this game called Aggravation. It's like a six or eight person. Everybody gets these marbles, and you got to roll the dice and like get out of your home base. And if somebody uh, basically passes you it sends your piece all the way back to the home base so you gotta roll certain numbers to get in and out um, but basically it just pisses everybody off it's kind of like an actual Mario party board game where you just send people home all day and sabotage everybody and then by the end of it everybody hates each other and you all go home you end the night early it's so good uh, so you I would know, definitely check out Aggravation.
1: <laughs> you know what that sounds That sounds exactly like Jeff? same um, series yeah there was, <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs>
0: sorry <laughs>
2: that was uh that was something oh my god that was a board game we recently played so yeah so good so good well thank you takas
0: for that side question here so good um we got some other ones uh and i mean takas you guys keep pumping them out we appreciate it so they ask a couple of questions and in no particular order if you have an answer for it or you just hone in on one go for it so Three questions. Best Super Smash Brothers stage, best Super Smash Brothers character, and best donut flavor. So in no particular order, or if you don't have answers for some, Justin, let's start with you. Uh, Stage one, Captain America, and Long John. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. So (laughs) perfect. Long John. Wow. Wow. I, I don't know why I didn't peg you as a non mummy watcher and a non non long John guy. I don't know why. Yeah.
1: Well, Damn. You know. you're all
0: full of surprises today. I love it. Well, sure. I'm, I'm all shooting all sorts of shades of magic at <laughs> you. Are, oh. You are a big open book today. I love it. Jeff, what about you?
2: What were the questions again?
0: <laughs> the best Super Smash Brothers stage, like the fighting arena, um, best Super Smash Brothers character,
2: and then your best donut flavor. Best stage is the Star Fox ship. Best character is Star Fox, Fox McCloud, and best, what, donut? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like a Krispy Kreme donut, just the original. <laughs> <There> <laughs> go, go wrong with original it?
0: Original glaze. Nice. Glaze boy. I uh, the, the
2: stage is a tough
0: one, because when I'm talking Smash Brothers, I really like to hone back into the original, the 64 and I guess I'm going to have to go with uh, Saffron City, the Pokemon level. It just, that one was definitely my favorite. A close second was, was the Hyrule Castle, so Link Stage. That was just a really fun one with good music. But uh, my favorite character is Pikachu. Uh, in the newer games, I would probably have to go with Sheik. And then Donut. I guess it depends. If Dunkin' Donuts does it right, their double chocolate donut is amazing. It's got the icing on top, chocolate icing, and then it's glazed on top of that. So it's like a double chocolate donut. Some places don't do it right, so they really piss me off. So that's definitely my favorite. A close second is probably like a vanilla sprinkle or something something standard. But um, yeah, now I'm hungry. I want the mm-hmm. donuts for dinner. Uh, so let's just fire a couple more off here we got some other fan uh, side questions that came in so adam and craig's gpc they wanted to ask thoughts on venom Two carnage should they just stop and let disney do their thing uh jeff let's start with you did you see the first uh
2: venom movie i did um it wasn't bad but um you know venom's like he was one of my favorite I don't know if he's a villain. He's kind of more like the... the Anti-hero. But, man, I played him in Marvel vs. Capcom. I would just... Anytime he'd show up on the Spider-Man show, I just... Yeah, I just thought he was just a really cool villain. He's like one of my favorite villains in Marvel. So, yeah, I would love him in Marvel and not in whatever alternate universe. I I don't know. Are they going to bring Spider-Man into it? Because, again... Fucking Sony owns Spider Man, so they own all the villains. <laughs> um, yeah. And my favorite one happens to be in Spider Man, because Spider Man is you know, probably one of the most popular um, superheroes ever. Uh, yeah, so make the second one. That's fine. You know, I want rather more Venom than no Venom, but hopefully they find a way to bring him into the MCU, like the way they're doing with, um, you know, Spider Man. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. All right, Justin, over to you, sir.
1: No, I got to say, for what it's worth, I I want to see the first movie. I just never got around to it. I was never that motivated. I was always just kind of like, all right, what's the point of this? I love Venom, just the same. And I'm super excited that they're bringing Carnage into the mix. And to have Woody Harrelson play Clevis Cassidy is kind of an interesting choice. So that motivates me now to want to watch the first movie because I want to see what they do with carnage and try to figure out where the hell they're going with all of this I I don't
0: know I have no clue yeah I'm with you guys I you know I did watch the first one and it was underwhelming the problem is it's hard not to go into those movies with the bias because people obviously people tear movies apart or they really lift them up early on like within the first week or two of release, And Venom kind of got shat on just from a story standpoint and from a just, uh, you know, it just seemed like it was a little bit out of sorts.
2: Well, and that's because Venom, Venom's origin story, Venom's whole thing is so heavily tied to, to Peter Parker. It's just so, I mean, Peter was the one who first got the symbiote before it went to Eddie Brock. At least that's how it was in the. Cartoons and stuff that I watch. I mean, Justin will know more on the comic side, but it, the way he gets the symbol on his chest is because when he leaves Spider Man, he still maintains some of his abilities that he then transfers to Eddie Brock and stuff. So it just was very hard. How do you do Venom without Spider Man? It just doesn't make sense. They're just so connected. Yeah. And I compared thought... to like other villains and things, they're just, you can't, how do you do it without. Peter Parker I don't know
0: yeah yeah you can't please everybody and I know that's one thing that that for me fell flat is like yeah because of this whole contract and Sony owns it and you know they they probably weren't allowed to use Tom Holland's uh, Spider-Man so it probably wasn't even worth it to try to bring him in so you know uh, I don't know Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock he was such for the stature of Tom Hardy he was definitely not acting like that type of guy like some you know meathead that goes to the gym he was a little bit more of a timid journalist and, and i'm sure that's what it's like in the comics but was he the best choice i don't know we'll see what the second one brings and woody harrelson with his sideshow bob look i don't know justin if you caught any pictures or videos of that but oh yeah you know, him trying to be <laughs> carnage where it's like dude that's sideshow bob um you know no way and the, and the main guy like riz uh gosh i forget his last name he was in uh, rogue one um i i think it starts with an a but he was just not a great villain like he's just one of those like mad scientist rich guys that just want stuff done now and of course the other one latches onto him and then there's like a big fight at the end you know so i don't know i, I they really tried to amp it up saying like this is going to be an awesome rated r movie cool kick ass and i think they had like three swear words and like one dude get cut in half and like okay cool so hopefully i'm with you just hopefully they can pick it up in the second one and if you do get through the whole first one i think you get a t-shirt so (laughs) good luck good luck but yeah i don't know like that's the tough part like i guess uh um You know, uh, we don't know how all the contracts and negotiations and things work, but it's like a quick side question uh, for the group is like, is Sony just like holding these hostage in hopes that somebody's going to pay him a shitload of money, aka Disney? Like, is that the game plan
2: here? So, Sony owns probably arguably the most, like, I guess, famous superhero. I believe between like Superman and Spider Man, they're like the two most iconic superheroes and, like, all of anything. So they have, like, the biggest one, the most popular, the most that kids like to talk about. Just everyone loves Spider-Man. So why the hell would they want to get rid of it um, when it's such a cash grab? Now, if they... By playing ball with the MCU, it's working out. But if they just kept trying to do these remakes like they were... um, Because at one time, Fox owned Fantastic Four and marvel stopped making fantastic four comics just to stop giving them material if they ever wanted to do their own universe or movies um in the hope that they get them back i don't think they do that with spider-man he's just he's too big and he makes them too much money yeah but yeah i don't i don't think that why would they give him up it makes them money I
0: know it's it's such a weird thing i mean i get it back in the day you got to make your money and the uh, stanley and, and team you know are selling them off because for at a certain point there was like no money to be made nobody wanted it the movies that were coming out were not like grade a awesome movies now it's like a hot commodity so um we'll definitely post this like venn diagram i found online but it's pretty cool where it shows you what marvel owns what sony owns universal and so forth and it's just kind of it's just kind of weird. It's like, yeah, Spider-Man is Sony. Uh, Sinister Six is Sony. Kingpin is like a mix of Sony and Marvel. Carnage is Sony. But then, like, you know, it's weird because there's also like some major villains and characters that you would expect in Sony's bucket, but they sold them back to Marvel. So we'll see what happens there. It's kind of, you know, all the businessmen out there need to figure it out and just like, I don't know, just give it to Marvel. Just lease it or something like let them pay a little fee, <laughs> you know? I don't know. But uh, going back to our childhood, I wanted to jump right because we were just talking Super Smash Brothers in 64. And I don't know if you guys saw, but Pokemon Snap just got a release for the Nintendo Switch. Um, and so I haven't heard much about it outside of people really trying to hype it up and say, well, uh, it's missing some of the fun from the first one. Uh, Jeff, I don't know if you've heard about
2: that one, have you? i heard and saw the trailers. And yeah, I mean, it was, you know, when we were younger when it came out it was like the coolest thing and go to blockbuster and put <laughs> out the stupid fucking little like uh, yeah. like stamps yeah. photos uh but uh you know certainly maybe it's something i'll play with my niece if she gets it i don't really you know right now i'm just i got there's a bunch of games coming out surprisingly on the 14th um so and mass effect legendary Edition is one of those, and I think that's going to be kind of my summer game, Uh replaying all three of those as they fix that game up. So I've seen Pokemon Snap. Maybe if my niece gets it, I'll play it with her. Yeah.
0: Justin, what about you, sir? Were you a Pokemon Snap boy? Did you go to Blockbuster? I,
1: oh, I went to Blockbuster, believe you me. But <laughs> I was never a big Pokemon fan. Like, I didn't play the cards. I didn't really watch the cartoon. I saw the movies, and I just... I don't know. Yeah. Seemed a little... Maybe Maybe I'm bursting your bubble again no. for what you thought of me as a man.
0: No, no. But
1: for for what it's worth, I do own Pokemon Red on Game Boy, and I do play that from time to time. I'll just, just power up the old Game Boy and go at it.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, I'm in your boat for sure this time. Um, like, I was the same way. I, I watched the TV show a little bit. Like, before school, it would just be on. I wasn't, like, an avid, gotta watch every episode. Yes, I did own couple of the Game Boy games and, like, DS games, but I was never, like, a huge, big follower. I never played the cards, uh, but, you know, I did play Pokemon Snap, and that was fun. I mean, it's probably, what, all of, like, two weeks of fun, and then you, like, snapped as many as you could, and you probably looked online for some cheat codes or what you needed to do, and you, like, saw, you know, Magikarp go into the waterfall and Scarados. Like, it was a super cool, fun game at the time, but... No, I was never really, like, a huge Pokemon fan. So it's cool to see it back and see what it can go into. But, again, it's like, I feel like Nintendo just needs, like, some, I don't know, some original titles to come out that aren't just, let's just dust shit off from the 90s and just keep... I mean, I get it. It's probably making them shit tons of money, which is great, and it's, like, building it up for new generations. But it would be great if they would just start coming out with some, like, new original content as opposed to just, like same characters different storyline different artwork different art style whatever they do have
2: that new one coming out um that looks like it's set in like more feudal japan and somehow you catch pokemon and stuff and it looks very unique and different so they are definitely doing what you're hoping uh, is is sword and shield jeff did you play that one on the switch yeah Yeah. was
0: that more like an rpg style game
2: hmm I it... mean, the camera was just a little closer,
0: but that's about it. And was it like a free, uh, what's it called,
2: like free roam uh, open world? Yeah, I mean, they room? all are. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's it, it stayed with the typical template. You were a little closer to the character, but, I mean, in the end, it was just, you know, it was like any other Pokemon game. Yeah. It was fun. It was good. Yeah, I'll
0: see. I mean, I don't know. I, I really got to, like, get... Uh, you really got to sell it for me to jump back into something Pokemon nowadays. Like, Pokemon Snap would be cool, but, like, how many hours of gameplay is it? Is it worth it? Like, what do you get to do that's special? Like, going to Blockbuster was special. You got to print out your shit. Like, I don't know. I don't know how that ever went away, but, hey, here we are. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I would have to get convinced to do that. But it's cool that, yeah, newer generations are are growing up with it. They didn't have to go through all the trials and tribulations we did of, like, the original Game Boy and... (laughs) Playing in a car ride home and wait for every street light to make a move. <laughs> so good. Light boy. A light boy for sure. Man, I'm like, I don't know about you guys this time of year, but my allergies are so bad. So this whole episode, so people bad. are probably
2: like, why is he so stuffy? Dude, so bad. I can't I'm breathe. So <laughs> no, I saw you last week and I was just, my nose was just, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm moving I should, my nose. and
0: I just can't breathe anymore. Sorry, people. So, yes, I am. I, I'm a little bit nasally. Um, so I'm just drinking a lot of water. Just stay hydrated, everybody. That's our one message of all 50-something episodes. Great. Stay, thanks. Stay hydrated. Thanks.
2: <laughs> Real
0: good. Real good. Well, I think that's about it. I don't know. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to discuss? We're pretty much at the, the finish line here.
1: I th- I think that was a fun little episode. I, I we Eric learned a lot about me. I learned Eric's allergies are bad, and he wants me to stay hydrated. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so everybody stay hydrated be good to each other and to Jeff and um, yeah I guess how shall we wrap this bad boy up
2: well we gotta we gotta do some sort of noise okay what
1: about, so I okay I got, yeah. I got one Eric you are you are shrunk into some majestic animal you are now a Pokemon named Hercules oh boy what noise do you make okay Something
0: like this. <laughs> Echoles! And then, like, sparks fly out, and then I spin upwards, and then everybody And then you say it again. again. Echoles! That's it is. a pretty good one. <laughs> All right, everybody, we'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Like, subscribe, share, follow, and uh, we'll see you next time. Have a good night. Or day. Or morning. I don't know when the fuck you listen to this. Okay, bye.